This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour one of the GBAC Nation, 105.3 The Fan. I hope you're having a fantastic little Tolo Tuesday here. General at your service. Let's jump into some sports conversation. Of course, you got the Cowboys and you got a TCU, and it is a Mavs game night, and uh, we'll talk about all the big stories developing across your world of sport. There's Brian Broaddus in his LSU hoodie. Okay. Uh, you got Lucius Alexander in the pimp cup over there at Master Control. Wolchuk and Chiafalo. And, of course, Carter Freeman is coordinating your video at 105thefan.com, Twitch, and, and YouTube. And I just want to open with a big congratulations to TCU for making it to the national championship game. That was an epic and memorable season. Hell yeah, and, it was. And they did. Sure was. They brought a lot of glory and respect to DFW. Yeah, the problem you run into that, and as, as great as it was, the opportunity that they got, you just don't know if you'll ever, ever get back again. That's the thing about these games when you're playing. It take ninety years or so. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's the that's the unfortunate. I mean, I I remember a buddy of mine. You know, well, Tom Dimitrov, who was the GM in Atlanta, and they had that game in Atlanta where they played the Patriots, and it's twenty eight to three at half, and you lose that game. And then afterwards, I remember saying, "Hey, man, I am super sorry." He goes, "I don't know if I'll ever get back here again." That's the that's the harsh reality of it. Yeah. The, the excitement of going and all that, but then when it's a, you know, th- these things are so hard to get to. And, uh, you know, TCU did a great job. And there's no question about it. Played a played an outstanding football team, you know. Had a football Georgia, Georgia, though, you think about this, they're a missed field goal away from not being in that thing. Sure were. You know, it's crazy. Your kicker gets that thing home, then Georgia's not playing football in that national. I think th- they got that scare. Game. They came out, and I, no one was beating Georgia last night. Not last night, they weren't. Nobody was beating no. Georgia last night. And people um, that want to say TCU didn't deserve to be in that game. That's all BS. They deserve that, to be there. That's a lie. Yeah, uh, TCU, yeah we've seen blowouts in, TCU, in this yeah. Yeah. a lot. I mean, they, well, we've seen Notre Dame get spanked by Alabama. We've seen Nebraska and Oklahoma uh-huh. get blown out. Yeah. And now, just because it was TCU doesn't make a difference. No, it doesn't. And you know, there's people out there that are saying, well, this is what we're going to get when we expand to the you know the playoffs. We expl- you know, we're going to get... Uh, probably going to get a lot of games like you had going up to this, the, the two games that were played. Probably going to get some some pretty good football. I mean, hey, this happened. You just ran across a Georgia team that was, I mean, they were. it's a physical really football team. Really good in all their game. Yeah, they got a yeah. senior quarterback that, you know, they've, they've got a lot of things, and defense is really, really good. And, you know, that's that, that that's going to happen to you. That's gonna, that's, give me all the teams in the playoffs. Give me all, give me the 12 teams in the playoffs and I'll, I'll enjoy that just as much i said last night late in the show as uh you know it, it was about 10 minutes in and uh georgia had scored twice already and i said well hey it's it's college football anybody's game until it's a four score game it ends up ending as a nine score game yeah and that sucks because tcu has to en- endure jokes about it today across your national sports scene and and that's there but they took a huge step forward as a program they're you know going to do a nice job recruiting and obviously working the transfer portal as if they have they have already um but there's a clear step up for most programs and there's nothing to be ashamed of right like how many teams have actually cracked the sec formula and i would say it is only clemson and and maybe florida state there for like a two or three year window 
But it's and Ohio it's, State did it. Oh, one and year. Ohio State lives there. Mm-hmm. You know, Ohio State kind of lives in the Final Four. Yeah. Maybe OU, but they kept getting blown out in the round of uh, in the semifinals. Yeah. So they didn't really ever get there, and that's where TCU is right now. Where it's like, man, we were better than everybody else except the best SEC team or like the equivalent of Clemson or Florida State that year. And you know, now the question is, can you take that next step? You know, I think a lot of the players on their way out last night were trying to reflect on it and saying it would always hurt. But the players coming back are like, what's next? You know, now we see where that step up is. Is it possible, Brian? Is it possible? Can you? We are in North Texas. Why not? No, absolutely. You know, in TCU, the the recruiting, you know, the the transfer portals, the That's a game changer. That that is like you don't have to wait for guys to develop. You can have like a big time quarterback leave the like the Pac-12 and all of a sudden come to your program and in one year get you back. That's that's the thing they were talking about Alabama. You know what's the big what's you know Alabama? Can they match with Georgia? Because there's a lot of questions about about you know quarterback at Alabama and then you know they're also saying well hell you had one of the best quarterbacks in Alabama history and they couldn't beat Georgia. You know, so I mean, there's, but, you know, Alabama, if they don't have a quarterback, you know what they're going to do? They're going to f- get one out of the transfer portal. They're going to go yeah. and get one. And, and that's the great thing. You maybe, you know, you don't have to wait as long. I mean, I was talking about you just never know when you're going to get back. But a lot of these programs, TCU definitely put their best foot forward beating Michigan and being in the finals. And yeah, it didn't turn out well. But man, they got a five star recruit leaving Alabama running back to go play at TCU now. I mean, when when would that happen? Not 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 you know not five six seven eight years ago it wouldn't. Have. And they still have a chance to be you know with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big Twelve, right? You know if they can capitalize on the season that they had, being on the national championship stage, even though certainly last night was bad. I mean it it was bad, and and there were times last night I was wondering is this kind of hindering their ability now and leaving a bad taste and maybe recruits mouth as, as they watch this if they were thinking about TCU overall I think that they, they did way more positive than any kind of harm this year by beating Michigan by getting to the national championship game but they got a chance to now be the standard in the big 12 moving forward they've got a chance to be the new Oklahoma you know that's been winning the, that conference every single year with them leaving and you're bringing in Cincinnati and Houston. So, you know, with now going into a 12-team playoff, TCU can be that representative out of the Big 12 now and kind of cement themselves as that Big 12 representative moving forward if they can go ahead and capitalize on this opportunity. we got some hate coming in here. 979 says TCU would lose to half of the SEC. Brian, how disrespectful is that take? No, that's, uh, you know, TCU would not lose to half the SEC. I yeah. mean, that's, that's not, that's, uh, you know what, and I'm, I, I, I'm TCU, you know, last night, TCU, that effort that TCU had last night, you, you did, you got beat by one of the best teams in college football, the last the, the two time national champs. Now, you know, you look at that roster, we're all looking at the tape. We're all amazed to like, man, look at this offensive tackle. Boy, look at this defensive tackle. Boy, look at this wide receiver. We talked about the damn tight end. If they couldn't stop the tight end Bowers last night, yeah. It was going to be a rough go, and he 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 was he he was brilliant. First series, it was yeah, off and running. That, that's that's the kind of you know that's what you're matching up. And TCU has nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, they, there's no. like there's don't don't get that out of your mind. There's a lot of teams in the SEC that they could go toe to toe with, and they would be just fine. They would crush most of them. Yeah. In the SEC, you're talking about three consistent teams: Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. 
What is four years? Well, LSU had some down years. No, for sure. But they're capable of being completely dominant. LSU, LSU, LSU showed that they, you know, they, they, hell, they only lost. If you're talking about LSU, they lost to Georgia fifty to thirty. You know, I mean, that was just that was just as much of an ass kicking as what TCU endured last night. You know, I mean, there's there's twenty points or so. There's Texas Tech beat the crap out of Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like it's not like this SEC. When we talk about nah. the SEC, we're really talking about the the three big dogs in the SEC, and right. then there's yeah. some formidable teams you in can, any random year. You can, Auburn can maybe put something together when they have Cam Newton, but otherwise, you're pretty much talking about Alabama every year. Yeah. Now Georgia every year. Tennessee is going to be in the mix. Maybe Tennessee can I mean, be they, in the they mix. They just had one nice year. Yeah, they're a maybe team cool. too. Yeah, yeah, just like Auburn, South Carolina. I mean, there's, they've got some teams, but yeah, TCU will, does not have to take a back seat to anybody in the SEC. Eight one seven wants to know who's the baby faced gimp on the fan cam. Wow, which that, one is my question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a couple. Old Chucker brought us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At eight seven seven eight eight one. What word do they use? Gimp. gimp. Yeah. What's a gimp? I, see, that's why I was sure. thinking. I are think they talking it's derogatory? About, I thought I didn't know if they were going gimp there. If they, if that I was don't a play on the use that word. I only a, know it from the movie. I didn't know if that was like a bunion like joke or like a gout joke, like gimping, like he like like a, always uh, limping, like, like, yeah, oh, physically right. disabled person. Yeah. 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 Okay. That would be me then, sir or ma'am, if that's the case. Yeah. I'm kind of a gimp myself. Me too. Honestly, and I hate yeah. to break, but it's so am I. <laughs> okay, uh, Jerry with the guys this morning: Jerry Jones, Sean, RJ, and Bobby. 8.30 Tuesday mornings here on The Fan, said there's nothing that could happen that would put Mike McCarthy's job in jeopardy. Do you agree, and would you see it the same way? I I, I would see it the same way. I mean, obviously, if you felt like there was a better option for you, but I, I don't think you're going to see that there's really much of a better option for you. Uh, and so, but I also don't fully believe Jerry there when he says that. I mean, he was being very, with every question, it didn't really matter what was being asked. It's just, I'm going to go back to, I'm confident, we're confident, I believe in these players, I believe in these coaches. And that was basically Jerry's answer to every single question today. Yeah. Uh, but things change very, very quickly. And if you get undressed the same way you did versus Washington, then, or if you have Tampa 2.0 and it looks like week one all over again, you're going to say, yeah, but okay, we started the season, we looked like trash, we figured it out for a while, and then by the end of the season, we had the same test that we had week one, and we failed it again. And if not only failing, like, there's there's failing and then there's getting completely undressed like you did in week one. And if you do that on Monday night football and it's the playoffs and it's, oh my gosh, nightmares from last year's playoff nightmares from this year's week one nightmares from last week in Washington, I could see them just saying bleep all of this. If they score three points or yeah, you score yeah. single digits and you give up 30 and you just look incompetent for four quarters, which I guess the problem is, is, they're capable of that. Absolutely. You can say that about any team. Hey, if you look incompetent, but you don't know that every team's even capable of incompetence. You know this team 100% is capable of incompetence, especially when the opponent is the Bucks. You've seen we've already seen this before. So where's we the have, improvement actually been? We where's have, the tangible improvement? I you know, I I don't know if tangible improvement is what they'd be looking for. I the reason I believe Jerry is cuz you win 12 games and make the playoffs. Again. Yeah, I mean and I think is, that tickles them green. This is back-to-back years you've won 12 games. Right? And and I think that the standard in which we talk about the Cowboys needs to change. And it it pains me to say that, right? Because I grew up as well as a die-hard Cowboy fan where, you know, I didn't get to really enjoy because I was a little baby when the Cowboys dynasty in the 90s was happening. But we get callers now when we do the 6 o'clock sound off and they're talking about the same thing. 
Like, it's the Cowboys. It's Super Bowl or bust. Cowboys haven't been in a conference championship game in 27 years. That's not the standard anymore. It's not. The Cowboys are now the the Lions, Washington, and the Cowboys are the only three teams that fit that criteria in that category. We're now looking at, does this team make the playoffs in back-to-back years? Well, this is the first time it's happened in 15 years, right? Does this team win double-digit games in back-to-back seasons? Well, it's the first time they've put 12 wins back-to-back since the 90s, right? These are the type of new mindset ideas that we kind of need to become accustomed to when we judge and evaluate the Dallas Cowboys. It's no longer the dynasty of the 90s. We can't live in the past anymore. What Mike McCarthy's doing here, we haven't seen, quite frankly, in a couple of decades. I don't know that the head coach is your issue. You might need to fire the offense coordinator. I think you got some problems there. I don't know really week to week if there's consistency. You might be throwing kind of darts at a board. This plays good. That plays good. Let me steal a little bit here. That'll work. That'll work. We can have conversations about that. But I do think that's a talking point. What is the standard? How do we evaluate what's right and wrong? What is good? What's satisfactory? But I think what Mike McCarthy's done is definitely satisfactory. Yeah, I I don't think they fire the head coach, but the decision you're going to have to make is Mike McCarthy talks about January football. And if the last two years they're not winning January football games, when you're talking about playoff games, now how bad do you not want to lose Dan Quinn? That's your next question you have to say to yourself. Oh, there's the so angle. So you want to elevate Dan Quinn to head coach. Yeah, yeah. There's your angle right there. Okay. Because to hey. me, because it's like Dan Quinn, I don't know if Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn's going to get interviews. Dan Quinn could get the Denver job. I don't know if you're going to lose Dan Quinn. I just think like there's a lot of quality coaches that are being interviewed for these jobs already. Yeah. It looks like the Texans, you know, it looks like the Texans and then also the Broncos, the list of guys that they're interviewing I'm kind of thinking like, oh, that would be a good one. Mm, that would be a good one. But this is where it comes down to Jerry. If you go out there and lose to the you lose to the Buccaneers, and it's because you did something coaching wise, where you made a mistake, where you you let time go off the clock, you didn't use timeouts, you didn't game management, and then all of a sudden you lose, and you're kind of thinking, if you're Jerry Jones, I don't want to see this again, but I don't want to lose Dan Quinn. That that's. I only think it would be a, a coaching switch if it was to bring in Dan Quinn. I don't think it would be anything other than that. And either one of those I'd be happy with. You know, you keep Mike, you you keep Dan Quinn. I, I want to see where this goes from here and try to improve your offense maybe in the way of a, of a different offensive coordinator. But, you know, I'm looking at the front office to get committed and to try to build a full football team. Like, you built – half an offensive line and half a defense. That's what you did. Oh, we have a great running offensive line that can't pass protect, and now it can't even run because you lost Terrence Steele, and you had a great passing defense, but now you have a massive wink link because you lost Anthony Brown. You could never stop the run, and you could never pass protect. And it's great that they won 12 games with it, but if you want to win the Super Bowl, if if you want to get really, really good – I, I think it's the front office more than the coaching staff that I'm uh, turning my focus to. Yeah, they, and that won't change. No. That's not that's not going to change. And, and, and folks, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be, you know, you know this. That's not going to change. So it, it's something It you, would if you hired Sean Payton. Yeah, it would, but they're not going to hire Sean Payton because the front office is not going to change. Yeah. You see, they, that's that's not going to change. That's well, no, that's what I'm saying, though. No, you're, you're right. You're, you're, we're covering a team and fans out there are pulling for a team. This is a family-run business. 
This is not going to change. Now, now. So Jer- the way to win is to get lucky with an amazing draft where you get like five guys on the all rookie team that can plug all of these holes. Yeah. You got a sixth yeah. rounder like Jay Ratliff and go. another like yeah. Anthony Brown yeah. and a third rounder like Michael Gallup, and yeah. you're like, wow, we don't have any holes yeah. because we aced the freaking draft. No, that's yeah. that that's that's your hope every year if you're a Cowboy fan, and maybe that you maybe that the pro personnel group finds a guy that. You know, maybe that there's a T.Y. Hilton or somebody like that that they can go grab, or, yeah. or there's a curse out there that you go grab. You know, that's that's kind of where you're at right now. Okay, Jerry also very confident, as Chia Fala pointed out. That was a consistent theme throughout the entire interview. Uh, he said, forget momentum. They just need to uh, play the game better, you know, win matchups, play physically. He's like, all the mental stuff is out the window right now. The way we've been playing, we need to tackle and block people. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I thought, you know, that was a really uh, interesting point. And they asked him about Xavier Rhodes, a veteran corner they yeah. signed. And, and don't be surprised if he is in the active group. Is They're just searching for anything who doesn't make two horrible plays per game. And apparently that's pretty hard hard to do right now. Well, as you criticize the defense, right, what's one thing that's still there that was great for them for a good chunk of the year? The pass, pass rushing. Rush, yeah. Right? And those, takeaways. Are, are those guys hurt? The takeaways is what's here. Are those guys still available for they you? They are, yeah. Aren't they all still yeah. available? So yeah. let's let's wh- where are those guys? Let's hold those guys to a standard because you're going to need them yeah. to show up and play well if you want to beat the right. Bucks. Got, got uh, Zach a uh, baby-faced over there. Because, uh, you know, they fell apart there over the last six weeks or so. We got a sports hodgepodge coming up. Chia Follow, what, what's the hodge look like today? I don't know that I've seen a disrespect quite like this one. That's next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, sir. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation. G-Bag of the day, seven minutes away. Segment here is brought to you by Window Nation. WindowNation.com slash home show. Here's Eric Chia followed us. Sports hodgepodge you. Would we all agree last night's national championship game for us personally as individuals was the single worst national championship experience of our lives? Yes. Because, I mean, like, it was an early start. By the time we all got home, the game was out of hand. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like 24-7 to 7 by the time we all got home? 
17-7. Yeah, I was on the Okay, 17-7. Yeah. I, I watched him score to make it 24-7 so on the throne. You did make it home in time to get out of you what needed to get out of you? Yeah, I waddled straight into the bathroom, said, what's up, Pop? And just went right into the <laughs> right into the restroom. <laughs> Waldchuck was prairie-dogging for five hours yesterday. I did lose 600 bucks on USC when the Longhorns beat him. Okay, that's okay. shame on you for not betting on the horns, right, Lucius? Makes I, sense. I, I I was stupid that day, uh, and I had a gambling problem. I needed a little bit of action, so I thought <laughs> I was making the right move. Man, Clearly, was a, I wasn't. It was a great night for me, man. I got home from school that day ready to watch football, and my parents got a giant platter of uh, Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets for us to crush for the game. I'll never forget it. I'll li- like, it's synonymous for me. Like When I think of that game, I think of Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets, <laughs> and I know Walchuk appreciates that. Uh, you just made my day. Yeah, What's dude. your go-to sauce? I'm a, I am go back back and forth like this them bringing buffalo sauce into the picture was pretty special zesty but i think i go back in, back to the tried and true every time which is this the chick-fil-a sauce chick-fil-a sauce this is, is the polynesian sauce Ooh, the polynesian the poly- sauce is is special and i, I do love their i love their honey mustard they have a, they're well-rounded with their sauce game you could literally we, I could, we could play mystery box sauce with chick-fil-a and i'll come away barbecue let's do it ranch let's party one of my most favorite activities we did when we were on the night show was we did like Thanos when he was collecting all the Infinity Stones. Like if you could have all your fingers as oh, sauces. Yeah, if they could squirt out a sauce. What would you select? Maybe we can bring that back one day here on the G-Bag Nation like Ooh. in kind of the off season. You have five condiments. Each finger is its own condiment. It squirts out whatever condiment what would you, you choose? want. You get five choices. We need. We do need to bring that back because yeah. we need to welcome Dawson, Broadison, Lucius into this. You guys would incredible have good on this, I and, know. And honestly, knowing what I know about Carter back there coordinating the video and the way he eats, I'd like to get his five-finger sauce. I really would. Okay, was this I the bet most? You would. Was you only get one hand's worth. <laughs> you only get one hand's worth. Yeah. Okay. Because if we make it the other hand, sauces, the other then, hand is no. Cheeto dust. Yeah. Everything you touch is Cheeto dust. <laughs> no, this isn't supposed to be punishment, oh, Bryce. This okay. is supposed to be like a superpower. Oh, I also oh. should like have at any down. moment I can just like spidey, spidey fire off <laughs> ketchup at you if you need some. <laughs> so you because my like, middle fingers catch you. So you could like have a job where you walk around and just help people out. You know, like when they like when you see them unwrapping their food, you just. I would, I, I would tell sauce. you, if yeah. I'm on the side of the street and I'm da- prancing around and I say, watch my trick, and I fire mustard off at you, <laughs> you're probably going to give me five bucks. Pretty pretty amazing. I also should have written down what all the different names I've heard for Polynesian sauce during my time at Chick-fil-A, because oh. it was pretty hilarious. Did I say it wrong? You should. No, you said it well. Oh, that's oh. what but it is. people cannot pronounce Polynesian. Oh, the Polynesian sauce, like all kinds of weird stuff. I'm glad we're here, because what, what sauces do you think the Georgia players were dipping their chicken wings into last night when during the fourth quarter, <laughs> up by a million, they were roaming the VIP suites down that? on the field level yes. and eating off of the VIP customers and fans' plates? Literally, like I've never seen disrespect like this in all of my life. I kind of feel like that you were just like first come, first serve. Whatever they put on the plate, you were good with. You weren't going to get upset. You're no, not going to be sitting no, no. there asking you're not, for different yeah, sauces. You, you don't want to be the guy that's over on the railing asking the dude in the Georgia sweater, like, hey, listen, load me up some of those uh, chicken strips. And, oh, what do you got back yeah, there? Yeah, what's that? Is yeah, barbecue no, no, probably yeah. the Anything most common? Anything on ice? We get a Miller Light back there? Toss yeah. that over? I think barbecue. Barbecue would be my guess. Barbecue sauce? Yeah. Is what they were probably dipping in last night? I bet you they were going dry. Because that's exactly what took place. Why do you think that? I just think that Mr. It's LSU, of, man. No, I think it's one of those things you don't want to draw a lot of attention to. 
You're not trying to have sauce on your face and and then coach turns around. But you drew a lot of attention to yourself by doing that. Oh, well, this, I mean, it went viral. So it's it's enough for, they they created enough attention for us all to be figuring it out and talk about it right now. See, that's what you said. Honestly, if you're one of the players and you know that you were eating these chicken wings last night and you regrettably now in hindsight, you're thinking, I tried to be inconspicuous. I didn't ask for the sauce. Now everybody knows about it. I should have just asked for the sauce. Oh, it's chicken wings? He was chicken wings, yeah. And it wasn't barbecue. You send an equipment guy over there, or gal, you send them. One, you send them over to get something for you. You're okay. like, hey, listen, I made eye contact with the sweet 104 on the field there. They're ready to dial it up. They're ready to dial well, it up. Oh, Min- Milton was just like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll take that yeah. plate and just yeah. went over right to the bench. It was great, yeah. man. It was feasting. It, wa- it was great. It wasn't great because it was our TCU guys that were out there getting dominated and disrespected, but I've never seen something like that. I also did realize why people have been hating on Stetson Bennett. And the annoyance and kind of irritation that he puts off. Yeah, he he exudes the uh, guys won a lot of games. Oh, it's not to say anything. <laughs> and he that just he's puts not it in good. your face every oh, time. He doesn't care. But he like even when he he's had a bus his, driver, he had his moment of hey, everyone cheer for me. Like this is his going out party. Even when he was on the sideline, like he was still talking that talk. Not good for him. Okay, I'm seeing. I'm flexing. New photos are surfacing. I actually am seeing some of these uh, these these Georgia Bulldogs drinking some booze uh, out of the glass from from Georgia fans. Now this there was champagne that was being handed over. So literally, this is this was the Georgia players play. Uh, once the fourth quarter was underway and it was game over, they were just going through these field level suites, VIP, seeing Georgia fans, and they were just in consumption mode at that time. We're eating, we're getting hors d'oeuvres. Here comes, I'm bringing out a plate to my my O line here to say yeah. thank you. Here's some chicken wings. I'm down in some brews. Oh, you want some champagne? Absolutely. I, I, and the game is still going on okay. again. Yeah. I I beg you. Tell me another. Tell me anything even close to as disrespectful no. as what Georgia did. Last I, I will. I will say this: We played at North Carolina one time, and after a game, like at, we were walking to the bus, you crapped on the sideline. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> he only crabs in backyards of golf. He had some orange juice. I had no. I had orange juice for the morning, but crap before we went to the game. But the thing about it was like, like the fans, like outside our buses, they were having tailgates, and they're like, they motioned us over. Like, hey, you know, you guys kicked our ass, so come on over. So we were standing around at a tailgate eating, like, like eating barbecue and stuff and having a beer with the North Carolina fans. Wow. But it was after the game, after in, the the par- game. in the parking That's lot. That's pretty so, epic. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, hey, come on over. We all went over there and we were just, like, waiting everybody to get on the bus. So we were just eating barbecue sandwiches and having a beer. And then we're like, okay, we'll see you guys down the road. That's got, an outstanding got on time. on the bus, went home. That yeah. is an outstanding time. And then one other thing, just an anecdote. I can't believe Nick Saban – uh, put himself voluntarily uh, to have to watch that and suffer through. It was like self-torture. Mm. He's going to come back better than ever. Like, he's coming back with a vengeance. He volunteered himself in that building, mm. sitting next to David Pollock on David television. David Pollock went after him. Former Bulldog, and just saying, Georgia is the school now, and Nick Saban's like, yeah, I signed up for this. I'm going to eat this right now, and it is just, it's just going to be fuel for me for the next six months. I sure, kind of have a, a good feeling. Bag for that. I have a feeling this is going to turn into some motivational tape for Alabama next mm-hmm. year. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. He'll show it to the alums at the big conference exactly. and somebody will leak exactly. it. Exactly. We'll be off and running again. It's time now for the G-Bag of the Day. Here's Lucius. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Uh, when we last left off, our winner from yesterday was a girlfriend who defended her boyfriend who got <laughs> caught peeing on a lady's house. Mm-hmm. Flat out what it is. This is day two for her. Let's see if she's uh, going to survive the nominees that we have lined up for them today. Is a girlfriend defending a boyfriend. On his phone right now, but take a picture. Sorry, ass. Take a picture, bitch. I'm pissing on your house. Yeah, it's 
fucking hilarious. Face, on my house? Yeah, I'm on your house. What's up? Yeah, bitch. You hear him? You. Yeah, well, really he's peeing on private property. I'm really sorry about that. Wall. He was gonna pee himself. I don't care if he's gonna pee himself in the road, person, go find a toilet. Not my house. You're sorry. I'll be sorry. I love you. Angel, love you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Great rest of the year. Love you. Remember way back when I asked you guys to tell me something more disrespectful than what Georgia did last night? Peeing on somebody's house? Yeah. That's going to go ahead and be the new reigning champ. I mean, yeah. wash off. But it's, it was the aggression in which he did it. No, it wasn't he, even like, he was man, rude. I'm really sorry. This is happening, and I'm sorry, and I'm here, and I know this is not cool. Like, that's the interaction. Yeah, give me a pan of water. Have. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. rinse it off like, or something. I, I, yeah. I acknowledge this is inappropriate here, but I came to whatever pee pressure I had. Yeah. I like, I was like, doing all that cussing and fussing, and then she said, oh, but he's a really nice boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grounds for taking a shot at him? Uh, with BB Texas? Guns? No, just, yeah. If he's on your property doing that. Like ground, a kill shot? Like maybe like murder? shooting the foot? Yeah, I oh, shoot one into the air. Like, I don't know. Scare the you-know-what out of him? Yeah, kind of you're, I don't you think you hold him and hold him until the cops get there. If you know you're a hell of a shot. I don't think so. I think you got I think you got to think your life's in danger. I don't know. The guy's kind of being kind of a smart A. Yeah. Stick it to him. Yeah. Make him think about peeing on other people's houses. How about you take this shot to the leg? I was trying trying to think of what the best (laughs) thing to do would be. Uh, I think it's to like. If you had a taser, you go up and tase him while he's peeing, and now he's peeing all over the place. I I think you shoot video. You call the police, and you say, I got a, a sexual offender here. I'm gonna ruin his life. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna get him on the on, on those on those watch lists. That's right. bad. You know? I heard if you do get caught like paying, you get on the watch list. Yeah, yeah. that's what I heard. Ooh. I'd feel violated by that. Yeah, is that? Tr- I don't know if it's true. I think you can. I think yeah. it absolutely can happen. Somebody was just trying to yep. scare me. I heard that too. You been on the watch list, boy? Man, chill out. It's like watch my back, dog. Come on, almost finished, man. Man, on that on that drive over the mountains that I took over the holidays, I stopped and peed roadside probably four times. As you should. Best pees yeah. you've had in years. Oh, yeah. Glorious. As the traffic's going by. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. Why not? Beautiful, man. Uh, the Lions beat the Packers over the weekend. Yes. Uh, DJ Chark. DJ Shark. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he sealed the deal for the Lions. The last play of the little game right here. Here's a Spanish call of it. Really fun. Yes. That's well really done. Yes, well done. <laughs> All right. The Texas listening in the car right now. She just perked up. Right she on. She loves that. The text saying, Cal- calm down, John Wayne. You cannot shoot someone for peeing on your house. Wayne? 214 warning shots are illegal. Yeah, it didn't sound right. You know? I don't know. It's like protecting your property, right? I think from, so. From urine. But, but not with lethal force. Uh, for for whatever reason, if he's going number two. If it's a I trespasser. Think, I think you can kill. Him. <laughs> it was number two, but number one brought us. I mean, I mean, honestly, you're the guy that literally no, was just, just crapping in the backyard of someone. No, that's what I'm saying. Do you did you want no, to get shot? I was on shot? a golf course. I was on a golf course. That I wasn't in somebody's backyard. I was near a golf near near okay, a backyard. Yeah, just, and, and that was a, a an emergency. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't find a throne. 
Okay, fellas. Let me see what I got here for you in the bag. How about a Mississippi State, Mississippi State man right here? Rants about the national championship game while the national championship game is on. <laughs> Send us this mismatch and we should stop all this crap. This, look at this right here, 45 to 7. Okay, and look at this. They just, man, luckily he dropped the ball. What, 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 what is this? What is this? <laughs> what have you given us? This is a national championship game. Mm. That's what this is. And it's 45 to 7. You thought TCU belonged in this game? It what was the qualifications, so. college football playoff committee? What was their qualifications? Getting beat by Kansas State. That qualifies you for this game. The biggest game of the year. The game that every college football fan, no matter what team they pull for, looks forward to. And this is the garbage that you gave us. Pathetic. You are pathetic. <laughs> this is a disaster. This is a barn fire. <laughs> barn and fire. every one barn of bar. you. Barn fire. Not one of you deserves to be on that committee if this is what you think college football is supposed to look like. Gosh, and you man. wonder what the problem of the world is. I got a list, bro. I got yeah, a list. Yeah, you <laughs> wonder why we're going the direction we are. Yeah. I like the rant a little bit. You know, I, I just think it should be towards the other teams. T- TCU doesn't have anything to be ashamed of. No. They earned that. They beat Michigan. They yeah. beat the Michigan. committee couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. How about 52-24 Alabama-Ohio State three years ago? You know? I, I think I, I think there's these are big school fans that are are, are, are uh, you know biased against TCU and I'm not here for it. Yeah, there weren't enough schools that were obviously uh, better with a better resume than TCU. Yeah. That's the other school's fault. Beat Michigan. You're right. I don't I don't want to see somebody who just a couple of weeks ago lost to Kansas State be in my national championship. I don't. But there was nobody else to to go with. Who who am I, who am I going to pivot to? Nobody else deserved it. Yeah, talking about Alabama, hell, they lost to Tennessee and LSU. Dang right. Clemson got them 44-16 four years ago. You know, this happens. A lot of these games have to be blowouts, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that was bad. Lucius? How about this? I got one more for you. Well, I got a few more, but we only got time for one more. I got a British bloke. He used to work at a barbecue spot, and when he got fired... Um, he went on the microphone and, you know, started talking to the customers. You know, the little thing we've okay, seen yep. go get popular here in America. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing, except he got banned from all barbecue spots in the U.K. for doing this. Oh, no. All barbecue spots in the U.K. He's banned. He can't can't show up anymore. Gonna have to door dash. Uh, listen to his word for getting fired, too. It's pretty funny to me. This is a customer announcement. I just got sacked. I'm being cute. I'm sacked. Everyone, have a nice day. One more time, what you to hear? What you to hear? Yeah, I got sacked. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just got socked, mate. This is a customer announcement. I just got sacked. I'm being cute. I everyone, have a nice day. Yeah, I got banned from all barbecue spots in the UK, which yeah. is what, what, what four? Yeah, I didn't even know they had barbecue yeah, in the what UK. Are you doing? Got teabagged, too, apparently. What the hell it is? Is it uh, the lady defending her boyfriend, our current one time champion? Is it Lions over Packers? DJ Chark got the touchdown. Mississippi State man ranting about the national title game or British bloke who used to work at a barbecue spot and is now banned across the UK. Damn. That's my vote, Giafalo. Give me uh, DJ Chark. We were tied at one, Lucius. Uh, first of all, shout out to the Tolo 469 who... 
basically said the same joke I did. We on the same wavelength right now, fam. <laughs> <laughs> we here. And shout out to Woody, too. I'm going to ride with the girlfriend. Alrighty, that is definitely a loyal girlfriend. Hello, mm. I could use that kind of support. Yeah, she was all gothic and everything. Yeah, okay. oh, I like that vibe, bro. I'm right. telling you, bro. Oh my god, is, is is Walchuk putting out a bit of a gothic vibe? If you just look at him from the neck up, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, yeah. Bully. Your vote. Uh, I'm going for Baby DJ Shark. We're at two to one. Me too. My DJ. score of three to one to one. And your new G-Bag Today champion. It's the Spanish call of DJ Chart. Get it done. And sending the Packers home without a playoff. Okay, Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are we going with that, sir? Guys, I'm going to need you to put some players in order for me. We'll do that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you, Lucius. It's time now for Brian Broaddus in Krusty's Corner. Here he is, Broaddus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Thank you. Did you guys see what Stephen A. Smith said this morning? About Jerry, uh, for what? About Jerry Jones. He's lying to us. Oh. Uh, about what? McCar- they lose this game. Mike McCarthy's <sighs> going to get fired. Oh, geez. Stephen A.'s just trying to have a take about something. He doesn't know bleep, yeah. Brian. Yeah. I mean, Jerry are buddies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they also go back and forth a little bit. And, yeah, sure. And I, I do believe Jerry Jones is, 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 you know, lying or he's selling, I think would be his words. If his lips are moving, he's selling. And you could, uh, you know, consider that line if you'd like. But there's no way, okay? Here's what Stephen A. doesn't understand sitting in New York or L.A. or wherever he's at. Jerry is, uh, is happy because Mike is getting you to the playoffs. That's what they build the team for, to be relevant, make a lot of money, and get to the playoffs. They don't want to risk being able to get to the playoffs by going for the Super Bowl in any one year. They just want to make the playoffs every year. So Mike McCarthy is doing the perfect job for Jerry. Of course, he would like to win the Super Bowl, but the windfall of just making the playoffs and keeping the brand alive is the most important thing for Jerry Jones. If Super Bowl winning was more important, he would risk missing the playoffs a couple of years to go for it this year. It's obvious. He tells on himself with his, with his actions every single year. And I, I disagree that it can't change because at one point it was a lot different. At one point they did go for it. And the team has turned conservative over maybe the last 12, 13 years. Yeah, but the problem is your owner went from being 60 years old to 80 years old. That's okay. the problem. Yeah. That's the guy, that, the, guy that, the guy that's willing to go for it is the, he's, he's passed the baton. I was not, did I miss something? Yeah, he passed the baton to that son. S- Steven could come around, though. Stephen will see the error in his way. Sometimes they pivot. I hope so. And that's what we need now. We're waiting for the next pivot or a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, they've done the pivot, right? They spent a bunch in free agency in the 2000s. They realized, ooh. Because we didn't draft worth a damn. Right. They realized, oh, that's not working. It all that goes back. Wait, bad. does it all go back to Broadus? Then you pivot. Sure. Does this demise all go back to Broadus? Then you're Absolutely. stingy. We're not spending. We got to draft. So that's where you're at now. Maybe eventually we get to pivot. And they do the rebuilding thing. That's the problem. They won't ever actually rebuild. They don't. They don't ever admit like, "Hey, we need a full tear down." Because eventually, you'll need to find a 
number one pick to get that franchise quarterback. When you do the full teardown, you get a top 10 tackle, defensive end, and quarterback over a three-year period. And if you hit on those, now we're set up with elite players. Instead of trying to take guys picked in the late 20s and turn them into elite players, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really hard to get it done without dipping towards the bottom. Matt found that out. They, they fought it for eight years. Finally, we're forced down to the bottom. We're like, hey, look at this. It's Luka. Yeah, you're right about that. All right, Gavin. Yeah. Put in the order of importance of guys coming back, Leighton Vanderesh, Biotish, Hankins, and Bland. Okay, I need those na- names again because I need to write them. Put in order of importance coming Hankins, back. Hankins, Bland. L- uh, Leighton Vanderesh, Biotish, Hankins, and Bland. Yeah, Leighton Vanderesh, okay. Biotish, Hankins, Bland. I'm going to go Biotish number one, Leighton Van... Oh. Jerron Bland's not coming back? Well, he's coming back. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He, he, he was... In the- oh, from injury. Yeah, from okay. injury. Okay, uh, wow. Uh, let me get Bland... Biotish. Oh my gosh, Brian, what are you doing to me? Yeah, this is a tough. Sounds thing. like a good old fashioned mind bleep is taking That's place. That's what right I, now. My, my mind is melted. Bland is incredible. Uh, I'm going to go with Bland, Biotish, LVE, Hankins. I'm going to go with Hankins, LVE, Bland, Biotish in that order. I don't I don't know what order to put so there's, these in. So there's four guys, right? There are. Yeah. They're, they're Vanderish, Biotish, Hankins, and Bland. You probably go Bland, Biotish, Vanderish. Hankins. It's probably what it has to be. You have a reasoning why? Well, the the past defense, you can't afford, you don't, you don't have the bodies in the back end of the defense. I mean, you are absolutely, at least off on the offensive line, if you don't have Biotish, you at least have guys that have done things before and had success, even if they're not playing well right now. In the back end, you just can't afford another body. So you need Bland desperately. Uh, and then I still think the offensive line, it'd be nice to get Biotish back, reshuffle some things. That's why I have Biotish number two. And then Vanderesh three, because he's the quarterback of the defense and things are much better, at least from a, a run defense standpoint when he's there uh, and just an alignment thing. And then Hankins, because, and, and all these guys are valuable, don't get me wrong, but then Hankins would have to be the last one just because all he's here to do is stop the run. And right now you're playing against a team that really doesn't run the ball very well at all. Zach, uh, LV one, yeah, he's incredibly important for this defense. Uh, we this defense has become a shell of themselves without him on the field, and I think it's completely under discussed at the impact that him not being on the field is a big reason why. Let's go, um, Biotish, because this offensive line was horrible last week and you need to get everybody back to where they need to be in order to at least give yourself a chance to compete bland because absolutely your second I think your secondary might be screwed because you still don't have a left corner even with him but at least he gives you a shot and then Hankins now obviously all of these guys it's important and you're getting them back so thank god we don't have to choose right I think you're getting all of them back but that's how I personally would rank them is LVE uh, Biotis, Bland, Hankins. It brought us. What's your What's your starting secondary? You have Diggs, and then you have your other corners. What does it look like for you if Bland's well, not this, in the game? This is what I'm going to ask you. This next question. Then there's my next question to you. Are you to the point of saying, "What the heck"? Just play Xavier Rhodes and take your chances. Yes. Well, 
At least rotate well, bl- him in. Bland's okay. So then Bland's your nickel. Well, and- Bland Bland will be your starter when you go to nickel. And you know what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do? They're going to play eleven personnel. Right. So that means you're, you're going to have, have three a, corners on the field the whole game. Exactly. So your boundary corner is going to be Diggs, and then the other one is in this case Rhodes or Nation Wright. That's why. That's why I'm asking you guys. Are and you I, to the point right now? Uh, yes. Where you're going to say what the hell? Play Xavier Rhodes. I don't have anything better. And I don't mind the Rhodes versus Godwin matchup because I don't think Godwin's a massive speed threat right now. We need to look at the history of the matchups between these guys, right? Because there's going to be some history uh, with Mullen having 31 starts, with Rhodes having so much. So I think there's significant research that needs to be done um, and then find out how Rhodes is moving. Rhodes has the highest point in his career by far, but after that all-pro year, he slipped to like barely a starter. It it, it was like the craziest career trajectory I've ever seen from a corner. So um, I'm excited by the name. But I'm not going to assume that he's going to be better than guys that have been here, young guys that have been here, or Mullen, who might have you know needed a game to shake off a little bit of you know whatever uh, ailed him on that deep ball. Mullen's not any good. He's he's better than the two guys that were playing there before. Mullen's not any good. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, th- just this question being asked shows that you have a nightmare situation that you're dealing with. I because think so. yeah. cause bringing on a guy at, at, that, at that important of a position that hasn't played for your team a single snap this year is is pretty dang scary. And to put your eggs in that. Now, can I afford the yeah. ability to have him uh, suited up and available based on who I got active? And if Nashawn Wright's falling apart, then here we go because it's last-ditch effort and we're desperate. Um but man, that that's a that's a scary that's a scary situation to be I'm, in. I'm right hoping now. for T. Y. Hilton's first game if you play Rhodes. Yeah, we got to be praying. You right? know, that that's, that's that, kind of where you, we're you, at. You get pass under, you create. You're out there. You're a veteran. You really don't know what's going to happen with you. But all of a sudden, you make two huge plays in the game. You know, that's oh, kind of what I'm hoping. It's for terrifying, really, over on that side, man. No matter who you put over there. All right, how about just real quick, uh, Zach? Other than score enough points. This obviously has to happen for Dallas to win this game. You got to find a way to get pressure on Brady. You have to. You've got to get pressure on. And it's easier said than done because he gets the ball out so quickly. But you were able to somehow do that in the first game a little bit. I mean, Micah had some success. But that's always the key. Teams that beat Tom Brady, they've made him uncomfortable. They get pressure in his face. They dirty up his jersey. That's the key to beating Tom. You've got to put him on his ass. Gavin? Yeah, I think you need to not turn it over. You know, um, if you're going to win this, it's not going to be with a ton of points. So every meaningful drive that you have going has to end with some kind of points. I think whoever gets over 20 is going to take the dub here. Yeah, the points are obviously the big thing. A, a, a top-notch performance from Dak Prescott would be next. And then the, uh, keep turning, keep forcing turnovers defensively. Limit the big plays, but I would just say, hey, I need I need Dak in the passing game to be yeah, kick ass. That's me. I, Dak can't be bad in this game. He can't be bad. He can't be bad like he was Tampa last time. He can't be bad like he was against because nothing else matters. Your defense played yep. decently well in that Tampa yeah, game the fair. first time around. Yep. They limited nineteen points, yep. yeah. but your offense could do nothing, and particularly your passing game. Yeah. Yep. Jim, uh, thank you, thank you, sir. Coming up at four forty, we'll talk long about this, but. You, know, you talk about this Cowboys offense trying to have success against this Tampa defense. There's a sobering piece of news in this Cowboys matchup. You're going to want to make sure you come back at 444. Mavs grades at the halfway mark. Going to lean a rim session for you out of the breaks here. We'll go around the rim in the G-Bag Nation.